And good afternoon and welcome to Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet and I am here with Josh. Patty's on the phone with us and our guest today is Candy Markham, our wonderful counselor who always joins us for the first day of Pledge Drive. Hi, Candy. You there? I am here. Um, we're going to talk about COVID weariness and uh, Zoom fatigue and all those things that are coming one year into this damn pandemic. Um, <laughs> we're not quite a year, but it's it's close. It's next month. Yeah. Well, one one the next month is when everything shut down. But we were already into the beginnings of the pandemic by February. Uh, yep. Yeah. Nothing had shut down yet. Uh, but Candy always joins us for Super Bowl Sunday. This is going to be a different kind of Super Bowl Sunday, I guess. Everybody will be home. But there'll still be, you know, let's face it, all it is is, is a bunch of guys wearing matching capri pants. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for explaining it. I, I was confused. Um, but it is Pledge Drive. And uh, at KNON, we do need your support. And we ask you to give us a call, 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. Uh, and support the show. You know, Rabbi Joseph said, David, how long have you been on? I said, 38 years. Wow. Uh, yes, in 1983. And this is 2021. Whoever thought when they asked us to start this show, Back in 1983, that in 2021, we'd be talking about, well, we're coming up on our 50th anniversary. <laughs> Is it 50? No, 40th. 40. Wow. 40, yeah. yeah. Still, that's well, a long congratulations, time. David and, and Patty, because uh, you, you do this for nothing. Uh, you're not paid. Uh, you do this to keep people abreast of what's going on in the LGBTQ world, and you help people find the courage to be their authentic selves. So congratulations to you guys. Well, well, thank you. We do it because it's fun to do, too. It is. It's fun. And we get to, to talk with you every quarter, like the whole hour with Candy. Now, Candy, <laughs> you would appreciate this. I got a text at about 10 to the hour, and it said R-A-L-L. It was from Patty, and I knew what it was immediately. <laughs> and, okay, and Candy got it, running a little late. <laughs> yes, <I got> it. <laughs> and then her, I'm here, when she was at the door, because uh, the building is locked, we have to let each other in. Uh, her, I'm here, came after I had opened the door for her, and she was inside. Her text message was even running a little late, getting to my phone. <laughs> I came to the studio today. Um, well, she's consistent. <clears throat> right. Absolutely consistent. Right. That's it what works. I think. Uh, even her text messages are consistent. Erin <laughs> and I speak in code all the time. She totally gets it. Well, we wanted to talk about, and uh, before we uh, get into our topic, again, give us a call. Josh's are standing by when you call to make a pledge at uh, uh, KNON, you're calling directly to the studio. You're not calling some call center. And that number is? 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. Or, as Josh always reminds me to say, uh, you can go directly to KNON.org. And uh, you're just filling out the same sheet we'd be f filling out 
uh, on the KNON website, hit pledge now, and it'll you'll, you'll see the whole list of pledge premiums that we have. Um, so that's always helpful. It's easier to see the new shirts because we have a new KNON shirt. We have a fantastic new KNON shirt. Um, I, I'm thrilled by this. The the O is now because we you know we do lots of things to the O in K N O N. We make um, it into a face mask. We make it into a tornado. tornado. <laughs> <laughs> lots of things. Um, and in fact, um, I've seen it with Bernie in the O. <laughs> uh, but this this uh, pledge drive, we have one that where the O in K N O N is. A, a, a green uh, four leaf clover. Four leaf clover. Thank you. A green thing. A green thing. It's a green splotch. It's it's pretty awesome. And we have, I guess, St. Patrick's Day coming up, or, or as I like yeah. to call it, St. Patty's Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I can say to that is R A L L. Candy, one one year into the pandemic, we're all going a little stir crazy. Um, One thing I think everybody is feeling is some Zoom fatigue. Um, It benefits us, like our temple board meeting, everybody's there, they're there on time. The meetings are actually a little bit shorter. You didn't have to drive there. Seems like a win-win, right? (laughs) You know. And I hate them. (laughs) If you think about the beginning of them, though, David, People couldn't get on. Their Wi-Fi was not stable. They couldn't figure out the sound or the camera. Uh, you know, you spent the first 15 minutes of your call trying to get everybody on the call. But we all thought that was fun and funny because it was all new, and we were just all so excited about it. And now we're just sick of it. Mm-hmm. it I'm, not, just, I'm not sick of it. <laughs> I'll be different. Okay, you can be different, but the title of our show is Fatigue. So. I have fatigue about other things. <laughs> okay. But I think what happens is you have all this adrenaline that's going at the beginning, mm-hmm. that lots of energy, uh, it, it's new, it's fun, uh, and then what happens uh, when you run out of that adrenaline? Because, it, you know, a year-long flood of adrenaline, it runs out. And people, what I see is people are getting burned out, mm-hmm. uh, and they got to figure a way how to to manage that and deal with that because we've got a while to go. And, and we do because just because I've been vaccinated, you haven't, Patty. Stay away from me. <laughs> I shall. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just because some of us have been vaccinated doesn't mean. You don't wear a T-shirt that says, I've been vaccinated. It's okay for me to walk around without a mask. Because it's not. Well, actually, it is with the vaccine that I had. Uh, Well, you may be an aberration, but I think the general message is continue to wear a mask because you can carry it. You can spread it. And with the AstraZeneca vaccine that I got, it keeps you from spreading it also. That's the advantage to that vaccine. Um, But, you know, you'd have to have a T-shirt with all this explained on it. So I do just wear a mask. <laughs> That's good. So people think that you're doing the right thing, even though you would be doing the right thing without the mask. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be setting a good example. I mean, and... Right. 
and I'm not trying to, to not set that example. But going back to Zoom, there are so many benefits for, from our temple. All kinds of members of ours who over the years have moved away have been joining us for Zoom service on Friday nights. So I've seen people that I haven't seen in years. Um, we even have had a couple of our funerals and memorial services, including one this week for a member that had moved to Florida. And he, he was close to 90 uh, and died of other causes. But uh, so we attended his funeral, which we wouldn't have been able to do. Those are good things. And reaching out in a way that that we wouldn't have been able to, other than maybe just send a card or something. Right. And Zoom just has, a, it's like, no, do not invite me to another Zoom meeting. <laughs> we have Zoom meetings in our office every Monday morning. Well, last Monday, we were um, editing out North Texas, which is our annual visitor's guide. And so we're at our Zoom meeting, and I said, uh, guys, can we just go into the conference area and meet because we're all here <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> well i do think that zoom has really helped a lot of people who may not be involved in a lot of things i've seen a lot of things from an activism standpoint and political activism um be able to to join in things and find ways to contribute um because they're homebound and um, they were, were many of them were homebound before COVID. Um, they just couldn't couldn't drive or or whatever the situation might be. Um, but this has allowed them to um, to to chime in and be part of the activity. And I saw it particularly with the November election, um, people who were not typically active, they didn't block walk or do that sort of thing, but they could phone bank. And lots of people joined in who had never done anything and learn how to phone bank online. Mm. And I thought that was really cool. And just the trainings that people have been able to have, you just don't make time for that in you know a normal life. Um, people were ready. Well, this, has, this has changed uh, how we do business. This has changed how we uh, interact socially and, and volunteerism. Uh, we will not be going back to the way it was. <laughs> It'll be a hybrid. Uh, of using Zoom and using in person, uh, and I I think that's a good thing. I think that's a very good thing. Mm -hmm. I think so too. You know, and, and especially in in person when you are you've worked all day, and it may it may take you another thirty minutes or forty five minutes to get across town for an a, a volunteerism meeting or or whatever. If if you can you know simply make it home or watch it on your phone, <laughs> participate then you haven't, like, done the stress of driving in Dallas traffic in a normal situation. Right. And I, I ask my people to pull over. I don't want them driving and, and doing a session or Zoom. Um, but I don't have any problem with them being in their car, you know, and using their phone because it, it works pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, and also, if you stay in your office 30 more minutes or 45 more minutes, the traffic is different. Oh, completely. You know, yeah. So I, I think that's all good, but I do I do not like uh, people driving and zooming, um, and I don't like people zooming and eating. That's just my own thing. But I thought I'd share that with you. Zooming what? While eating? Oh, while eating? While God eating. no. <laughs> no, I and I agree with that. And so many of the events are, and you can pick up a dinner at such and such, 
and they've arranged a place for you to pick up dinner and we'll share it on Zoom. Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't want to watch you eat. <laughs> no, and not a close-up either. Good <laughs> Um, yeah, you do counseling, Candy. So what are your counseling, how are your counseling sessions different? Because it has to be different than when you're in the same room with the person. You know, I have to say that uh, I haven't seen a difference, and there have been studies uh, that are, have been done that, that show the same level of efficacy uh, that people uh, Tend to share the same amount, maybe maybe even more. Uh, there's some, even though you can see them and hear them, there's some kind of anonymity, maybe being more comfortable in their home or something. Um, but I think a lot of good work, a lot of good work goes on uh, in a Zoom meeting, the same amount that would go on uh, face-to-face. I think the difference is that my clients like face-to-face as I do. It, it just feels more intimate. Mm-hmm. But as far as benefits, um, I think they are the same, maybe a little better. Hmm. Um. Well, it's you know, my cousin is a is a behavioral psychologist and has a private practice. Um, after retiring from the uh, the Austin Independent School District and doing behavioral psychology with kids, um, and mm-hmm. her practice is um, almost exclusively kids, and um. And she loves the the Zoom, um, yeah. you know, because it allows her to be safe with her patients and not disrupt her her therapy. And she was right. afraid that all of this would shut basically shut down those kids from getting their therapy, and it didn't. You know, she just has to segregate instead of um, you know, going into her office every day. She goes to a secluded place where in her house where she can you know work in there for hours. And um, see her kids, you know, and I think that's really a great benefit to the kid and the and the therapist. Mm. There, there's a lot of uh, privacy. Uh, a lot of the audio and visual is, is what's called HIPAA, H-I-P-P-A. Mm-hmm. It's uh, what you use for medical uh, security uh, with telemental health, uh, and so. You know, your job, my job as a therapist is I want to know where this person is, what their address is. I want to know who is in the house with them, so in case they clunk over, uh, I mean, it would just be me on the phone and and gone. So I want to know if somebody's there. Uh, And I want to know how close they are to the nearest ER, so in case I needed to call for help. But these are things that you do when you can't have them in front of you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's those are important things. And if you don't, if you never think about those things, you could easily be caught in that situation where you don't know any of those things. What do you do? Right. What it, what it is is that it, uh, to, to do this kind of telehealth anyway, but I'm sure telemedicine too, is that you have to take courses, and that's how I learned it. I wouldn't have known it on my own. Uh, they they teach you uh, best practices, and so I'm. I took up like, this is what I did at the beginning when everyone's so excited about, you know, we're at home now. I took a 15-hour course and then took a test, and I'm board certified in telemental health. But those are things I would not have known had I not taken that course. I wouldn't have thought of it. Well, one thing here at KNON, we're certifiable too. And um, (laughs) one of the things that you can do 
face to face, actually, or just speaker to speaker, is give us a call here at KNON 972 647 1893 and make a pledge because it is pledge drive. That's 972 647 1893. You know, KNON was picked the best music radio station for 2020 by the Dallas Observer, and you make the music possible with your pledge. Be part of the best music on Dallas radio by calling 972-647-1893. Lambda Weekly, they also named us the best radio station a few years ago. Uh, radio talk, talk show. Radio. Talk, talk show uh, in Dallas a few years ago. Uh, give us a call, 972-647-1893. Time for a break, Josh? It is time for a break. We'll be back with more Lambda Weekly right after this. And I'm Dave Taffet here with uh, the late Patty Fink, and our guest is Candy Markham. We're just talking a little bit about COVID fatigue and Zoom fatigue and general fatigue. Uh, it is pledge drive, though. Um, Patty, what are you have something in your hand? Um, I'm going to talk about this elite music sponsor because I've done this before. Aaron and I have done this before, and it's such a such a joy. Um, yeah, and and especially with some of our concerts coming back, the Red Elvises yes. are going to be performing at Poor David's. Exactly, and and they'll be socially distanced and COVID, um, um, you know, COVID safe, but they're coming back. And hallelujah! Um, the the Elite Music sponsor is for five hundred dollars. You get um, you get entry and which usually includes food um, to all of the KNON events, all of them. And your, your names just live on a clipboard. And when you get there, you just, you don't need a ticket. You know, where this, where's the tickets? Oh, we got to go back for the tickets. No, you don't have to worry about any of that. You're always on the list. You and a, you and a guest. So you can show up, just show up and enjoy the show and, um, and not worry about tickets ever and really enjoy some great live music and some great food. Uh, for example, there's the, uh, the Mardi Gras celebration. You know, that's, that's usually pretty fun. I don't know if we're doing that this year. Probably not yet. Um, but we will be next year. And assuming we don't have some sort of, you know, act of God. <laughs> um, but well, let's, let's see. The station blew down. Uh, <laughs> we've, we've had a lot of acts of God at Tant and Candlewind. Yep. It <clears throat> So, um, so it's, it's a great way to, to support the station, to support Lambda Weekly. Um, and also to, to get a great benefit out of it. There's, there's usually about 40, 45 events. We have, are not back at that pace yet, but we will be. And, um, and your year, I don't think, starts with this one event. It'll start when the events are coming up to a regular pace. Right. right. So this is a, a great way to help, su- help support the station um, and invest in the Lambda Weekly. God, I can't talk. Lambda Weekly. Mm-hmm. And, um, and really get some shows, you know, under your belt that are really fun and, um, great. And just make sure we stay on the air because we have, each show is responsible for a portion of the fundraising here. So we have to, we have to fundraise for an hour's worth of our, uh, of KNON airtime. You can also do this by bank draft or credit card at $42 a month. So if you want to support that way rather than one lump sum, you can do that. And you can always set up um, a bank draft for any amount 
Um, it has to be, I think, a minimum of $5 or $10 a month um, to support the station and Lambda Weekly. So if you'd like like to, to do that, go to knon.org or give us a call. Um, we'll probably take some information from you and um, enough to get it. Um, someone, someone during the week will, will call you back to get it all set up and uh, off we go. We also have this lucky uh, four-leaf clover t-shirt uh, for a pledge of $50. Um, and it's available in size small all the way to 5XL. So it should be. So should, one big enough for you, Patty. Yeah, I got it. Got it. You know, the girls need room. Um, <laughs> um, and that phone number is 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. Or just go online. And actually on our show, most of our pledges just come online. KNON.org. Hit the pledge now button. A whole, uh, uh, menu of the pledge premiums will come up, uh, and, and you can see what our new T-shirts look like. It's pretty pretty good. Our guest is Candy Markham. Candy always joins us on Super Bowl Sunday, and apparently we can't call it the Super Bowl for legal reasons, so we will not be calling it the Super Bowl on this show. Um, do you know I actually listened to a whole pregame show today to see if I could find something intelligent to say? I didn't know what they were talking about. We can't call it the Super Bowl. No, it's the something big, other than the, the Super big Bowl. game. The big game. Yeah, it's just the people. Why, why is that? Oh, because they don't want the they don't want it to become a generic like Kleenexes. But it already has. Yeah. yeah. People think like it's the Super Bowl of whatever you know. It it already has. They've been Xeroxed and Kleenexed. You know, it's it's done. <laughs> well, uh, on the air, we can't call it the Super Bowl, so we won't. Even if we say Super Bowl little C with a, a circle around it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, Candy, people are um, are feeling not just Zoom fatigue. That's just one of the symptoms, but uh, COVID weariness in general. You know, it's disrupting life, uh, especially today's a good example of it. No parties. People yep. always go to parties, whether it's to watch the game, whether it's to watch the commercials, you know, or, or the halftime show. People get together for parties on this day. Um, In fact, Candy and I usually go to the same party, mm-hmm. yeah, and Candy watches. Like Candy watches the game, and everybody else watches the commercials. That's <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I ran into the hostess the other day, and I told her I said. You know, Sunday will not be the same without your party. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a big big change. Yeah. And I think right now, especially with people starting to get vaccines, um, the new super uh, speedway that um, is doing uh, up in Denton County, the uh, the racetrack, Texas Motor Speedway. Thank you. Um, is doing like a thousand vaccines an hour they got up to, which is impressive. Very impressive. Um, just yeah, to- but you have to register. Mm-hmm. You have to have an appointment. Yes. Now, not everyone does that. And Carolyn and I, and we are up there in age, uh, have yet to get an, uh, an appointment. Wow. Not, not with, not with Jen, but with Dallas. And we've been registered for probably, I'd say, six weeks hmm. uh, through Dallas County and uh, 
UT Southwest and of which we are not patients. So I, I throw that in. But we've, we've not heard people on Twitter from them except that we are registered. And next thing we'll hear is when our appointment is, which we've not heard. So there's, there's still, I think, a lot of issues with getting signed up for that. And to give you an idea, to give you an idea how well it's running up in Denton County, um, a woman I know uh, signed up on the Denton County website last week before this started, or the week before, and her number was thirty-eight thousand something. On Monday of last week, she got a call come in Thursday. Wow, that's how impressive their vaccine. I've heard of five people, Dallas County people, who have gotten the Denton County vaccine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem right to me, so we're waiting. Yeah, the Denton County vaccine is not limited to Denton County residents. So well, I'm registered in Dallas County as well, but I don't have an appointment yet either. Yeah. A- anyway. Well, I guess we'll meet the criteria. You're too young. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> yeah, she's old. She's much older than I am. Um, but we're all feeling some kind of COVID weariness. Uh, it's not just disrupting our life. Right now we're at a period with vaccines out there, a new one that should be approved this month, and that's a one-shot vaccine uh, Johnson and Johnson. The Johnson and Johnson one that'll yeah. improve things. The one that I got in clinical trial, the um, AstraZeneca, um, which prevents spread of the that, of the disease as well. That's another good advancement. So we're right there where we're about to be at the end of this thing. But like you said, people are having a problem getting the vaccine, and we still have to be careful. And people are weary of that. What do you even say to somebody who is just, I can't take this anymore? I think people are weary of this, and I think they're confused also. And by the way, I was in the same uh, study. That, I mean, yeah. I'm still in it, and you are too. But I got the saline uh, solution, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh. You know, what I say to people is that your feelings are right on target. Uh, it is frustrating. Uh, it, it has a trapped, claustrophobic feel to it. It is so sad that you can't hug your grandmother or your mother uh, because they're in a facility that doesn't allow people to come in mm-hmm. for their own safety. But, so we do things for people's safety, and it, and it brings up another issue, which are emotional and mental problems. Uh, people are irritable uh, and that and that's part part of it um, when you use all the coping mechanisms you have and you still have miles to go mm-hmm. you know you get irritable and so you get to have those feelings you, well, the only control you have is not on what you feel but what you do with that feeling so if you feel like throwing the computer across the room I would suggest you think about that <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that is the only power we have is, is how we uh, show our feelings we don't have any control over having a feeling but we can certainly 
you know, not throw the computer across the room. Well, we are seeing a light at the end of the tunnel, we think, um, unless another variant of this that we're completely unprepared for comes along toward the end of our uh, vaccination period. So there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and yet each day a few thousand more people are vaccinated. So it's going to peter yeah, out. Think, it's not going to end. I, I think that that's a very good thing to do. Is I, I think that when the vaccines came out, I think everybody was excited. I'm still excited. I, I'm still hopeful that my name will come up and Carolyn's name will come up. It's mm-hmm. inevitable. Um, and I'm very excited because, you know, they never got a vaccine for AIDS. Right. And they have one for the coronavirus. And although there are mutations that are coming, what they're saying is that when you get the vaccination, it will help with the new variant by not going to death, but being a little sick. And I think that's very positive. We may not have a vaccine for that variant, Mm -hmm. but the vaccine we're taking impacts that variant to make it less uh, fatal. Well, and the less uh, virus that's out there, the less likely it is to mutate into new new variants. Yeah, I I think all the signs are pointing upward, absolutely. Um, And I think it's, it's about, you know, this is something that the world has never done. They have never tried to vaccinate everybody in their country. They've not done that. And so we're learning a lot. Uh, and I think everyone's uh, heart is in the right place. It, it, even I, somebody from my hometown <laughs> put on Facebook, you know, thank goodness for the, what was it called? The warp speed work of the Trump administration. Oh, Operation Warp Speed, yeah. Yeah, because this guy got his vaccination. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, well, you know, he might be a kind of guy that didn't believe in it. But there he is getting that vaccination. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for him. It's not <laughs> real, but I'm going to get the shot. <laughs> and he gave all credit to the Trump administration. Well, and, and you know something? I think there's enough to blame the Trump administration for, but actually pushing through the vaccines I think they get credit for. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There was no distribution plan, apparently, at all, other than we'll, we have 50 states, let's send it to them. And uh, there's no stockpile that they talked about they had that went there. Right. Yeah. But the actual development of the vaccine, sure, they get the credit. Yeah. but they. So in order to reach herd immunity, it, it's now been up to 80% of people need to be vaccinated. But I think there's 30% of our population who don't want to take it. So we have a lot of education to do. I mean, I I believe in science. Do you know that includes some people who I think, because I've talked to some who I'm just not ready for it yet. I just want to see how other people do. Right. And I mean, and that's the reason that I participated in the trial, because, you know, people said, oh, you're so brave. No, my mother was a vaccine researcher. I understood probably more about what was going into the vaccine than other people did. I did some reading about it, and I felt comfortable doing it. Um, so, so I think that 30% really isn't a hard number. I think it, it just includes a lot of people who are just, you know, 
there, it's not like we're wasting vaccine by my not getting it yet. I want to wait and see. And that's okay. You should be comfortable well, with know. getting it. Go ahead and register, though, because if we wait, you can change your mind by the time your day comes around. Yeah, (laughs) you can wait as long as I am. But the thing is, also, when you wait, you know, new vaccines are coming out. And Mm. if that Johnson & Johnson one shot has a high enough efficacy rate, you know, that wouldn't have been there maybe today or a month ago. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that's the vaccine that has the most promise. Um, yeah, I do because it can. It just has to be refrigerated. It does not have to be frozen. It um, you just have to take one shot. It's e- so it's easier to get to rural areas uh, for stores. It, it's difficult for small, you know, a smaller distribution point to keep track of all of the second appointments. If you're a bigger place, you'll have people who do nothing but that. Uh, so that's the one that I'm really hoping gets approved and, and we start using. Um, it is Pledge Drive here at KNON, and we are, we know it's Super Bowl Sunday. It's usually not our biggest Pledge Drive day, but the shows before us did real well today, so uh, we're just doing mediocre right now. Um, but actually... Most of our pledges come online, knon.org, hit the Pledge Now button. But if you'd like to call us, 972-647-1893. And if you're out there driving right now, you can wait and do it after the show. Sure. You're listening to the show. Don't do it now. But wait wait and go to knon.org, hit the Pledge Now button, and um, you can make your premium selections there and fill in all your information. And the only thing that's counterintuitive, it tells you to submit and you haven't given your payment information. It just, the submit thing just takes you to the next page and that's where you put in your credit card information. Uh, For a um, $116 pledge, you're paying for engineering services for a day. Uh, and, And without our engineering services, we wouldn't be on the air. Our phone bill, one day's phone bill, is a $70 pledge. Our phone system, as good as it is, um, and as reliable as it is, uh, it is expensive. It uh, costs over $2,000 a month for us to maintain the phones because it does all these things like get people on the air. Right, and we have many. We have many that the main number rolls to when the, mm-hmm. the primary line is, right. is done. Right. So we have many lines and um, lots of lots of shows do call-ins and such. And, and it does things like keep candy on the air while uh, you're calling in your pledge. Uh, you can make a monthly sustaining <laughs> donation, uh, which really helps the station because it helps us know how much income we have coming each month. We ask for at least a $5 pledge, but... A lot of us have done uh, a sustaining pledge for more than that. Uh, uh, 972-647-1893. Just tell us you want to make a draft. Give us your information. Somebody from the station will uh, give you a call during the week and uh, and arrange that. This is Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. I'm Dave Taffet. Patty is with us this week. Lorano should be back next week. Lorano will be back next week, Patty? I think so. Okay, and our guest is Candy Markham. We'll be back with more Lambda Weekly right after this. And this is Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet. Uh, Patty is with us this week, and our guest is Candy Markham, who always jo- joins us on Super, S- Super Bowl Sunday. 
Um, it is Pledge Drive, 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. Um, Candy, I just wanted to remind you, we're uh, ending our shows at about 10 minutes before the hour because we're trying to keep things safe. We're trying to keep things clean. And so far, we've done a good job here in the studio. Uh, e even though we have so many people coming through, there are 60 different shows so it's 60 different groups of people coming through, but we've been keeping it clean, keeping it safe. And uh, so we do end the show about 10 minutes of. Um, I want to change the topic a little bit. I wrote a story this I, I wrote a story this week in Dallas Voice about a conference that on Zoom that uh, Coalition for the Aging LGBT is running this Friday morning. And it's on uh, caregiving and Alzheimer's. So they're doing it with the Alzheimer's Association. So like with any event story, it's like an event story can be so boring because it's like, and then they'll talk about this and then and at such and such time. And the Zoom number is, you know, who wants to read that? So I was writing about my experience with my father with Alzheimer's and that I discovered it not through the normal or stereotypical uh, symptoms of Alzheimer's, but through things like fear. When we drove and it was away from his apartment, the farther away we got, the more scared he got until we got... He lived in uh, Florida, up in Palm Beach County, but we were driving down to Miami that day. Well, as we got closer to his mother's old apartment, he was fine. But in between, through Broward County, he was like sweating in a panic. You know, let's get off here, let's go. Uh, and another time where... You know, your long-term memory is good and your short-term memory isn't. Well, he grew up in New Jersey, and of course, like most people in New Jersey at home, they spoke Hungarian. Well, we're driving, and we were going to a Hungarian restaurant. He went into full Hungarian, ordered in Hungarian. I'd never heard him speak <laughs> in long conversations in Hungarian. I speak, I can say one word, Nudzvich. That's high. <laughs> it's an impossible language, and I pick up language. Anyway, um, I, after writing this, it came out on Friday, and I heard from a couple of people who are dealing with caregiving uh, for somebody with Alzheimer's. And, I mean, the story just seemed to have hit a nerve. Um, and like we were talking last week on our show, uh, if anybody heard it, with Leslie and Newman, who wrote a, a book of poetry about taking care of her father who was... Uh, dealing with some dementia the last year or so of his life. Um, the gay kid is often the, care, the caregiver. And I just wanted you to comment on that a little bit and some ideas that you might have to help people with caregiving. Well, you know, the, the first overall thought, uh, there's two of them that may sound conflicting, but they, they come up at the same time. One of them is what a gift it is. Mm -hmm to caretake a parent, and then how difficult it is to caretake a loved one who may eventually not know who you are. Right. Uh, and it doesn't have to be Alzheimer's with some kind of dementia, mm -hmm. um, but it, it, it can happen. And, you know, I, I took care of my mother for eight months here in Dallas. She was in Houston but the last eight months. She was here, and I was very fortunate in that she always knew who I was. 
Uh, and that, that wasn't a problem. It was like her kidneys and her heart. But it's so different to watch someone slip away. Uh, and, and, and it's your parent and they get really scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have sometimes what's called sundowners. When the sun goes down, they get more scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they will be able to recite your childhood home address and a phone number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that to me is, is another little gift that's given to us. I don't think we know enough about what happens to the brain with, with any kind of uh, either a, um, a disease or an injury. The brain is very, very, very complicated. And I believe that it tries to compensate when one route of thinking doesn't go that way anymore. It tries to find another route. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting to see that. But I think uh, it's heartbreaking. Uh, and it's heartbreaking, uh, even if your parents don't have a form of dementia. But I think uh, Alzheimer's is a special own heartbreak, mm-hmm. I think. One of the things that's so difficult about it is that you become the parent, and yeah. you have to get over certain things. Like, well, I can't tell my father to do that, but I did have to tell my father to do certain things. You know, I did have to take away his driver's license. I had to take away his apartment. I had to take away his mail. Uh, I, and what I say about his mail, when people say his mail, yeah, he couldn't tell a solicitation from a bill, which is why I became a member of the NRA. <laughs> <laughs> I still have the card. <laughs> um, you know, but I had to take all those things away and do it in a way, you know, in a loving, comfortable way. When we moved him into a memory care facility, uh, I said, well, we only have a three month lease. And there was no lease, of course, but, um, uh, yeah, I was just telling him, okay, you can do three months, knowing that he hated to move and that if he told me he wanted to move, it would be because there really was something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. The most difficult thing I've ever done was taking care of my father, but also, like you said, one of the best. And you were an only child. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's very helpful to have siblings at at that time. Uh, But always, there's usually just one child who takes most of the burden. And it's usually the gay kid. The responsibility. It's yeah. <laughs> I was born. Yeah. And, um, and, but again, I, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Mm-hmm. I was the right one. And and it was uh, it was a wonderful gift. And I mean, that sounds really bizarre, I know. But there was something about you just get really tight with that person. Mm-hmm. And you're right. They do become your child. Uh, and they took care of you for so long. It's, it's a nice exchange mm-hmm. um, and I guess that's really the best gift that you can get from that it's going to be difficult you know it's not like the people who uh, contacted me I didn't make it sound like okay well this is going to be just great you're going to love doing this <laughs> but you wouldn't have it any other way right So it, it works out the way it, it should work out um but yeah, I think that's nice. I, I saw something in the, the Dallas Voice about that. Um, 
I can't think of the guy's name whose whose dad still recognizes him. Emery. Oh, Rob. Rob, Rob Emery. Yeah. No, yeah. Rob is yeah. Rob is one of the ones putting on the conference. Right. Um, so he'll be one of the speakers this uh, Friday. You, you can register for it free. Just go to cfa.lgbt, uh, and um, and you can get all the conference information. Uh, we're out of time. I do just want to say it is Pledge Drive still here at KNON. We'll be in the studio for another 10 minutes or so, uh, but we do have to go to clean up the studio. Uh, 972-647-1893 is the number. That's 972-647-1893. If you're in the car, if you just want to take your time uh, with making your pledge and choosing a pledge premium, uh, go to knon.org and uh, hit the Pledge Now button. Candy, thank you as always. Yes, thank you. It's my pleasure. And... Raise all that money. Stay Stay on the air. And that's what we need to do is uh, raise some money so that we can stay on the air. That's 972-647-1893, 972-647-1893. We'll be or knon.org. Or knon.org. Uh, we'll be back next week, and everybody, be best. All right. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.